Greetings, amazing human beings. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Gems. This is Reese, and as you know, my mission is to rid the world of the deadly disease of low self-esteem, one amazing human being at a time. I'm really excited today because I have a very special, a very amazing human being on the on the sofa chilling out with me, um, and we're going to chit-chat a bit. In fact, I'm going to put her on the uh, hot spot, and uh, she's going to answer the uh, 13 questions, those of you that tuned in last week. Um, I posted my uh, answers to the 13 questions that I prepared for the new year. And so let's see, how do I how do I introduce her? So she is um, she's had she has a very special place in my life because of her relationship with my wife. She is the uh, I'll let her tell the story. I don't want to mess it up if she wants to. But she is she has been an amazing influence on my wife. Um, everything from some of her habits, some of her quirks, the way that she takes care of me, the way that she takes care of the children. Um, so many amazing positive seeds have been planted uh, from her into my wife. There's one thing that I want to talk about, though, that I, I kind of have a gripe with her about. I want to know who taught my wife that uh, when you're done with the bar of soap, the little tiny piece, you leave it in the tub. That's the only uh, beef that I have with her. <laughs> I want to know who who taught her that because I have a little beef with that person. But no, all jokes aside. So my wife's uh, cousin mother, um, (laughs) her name, she has a beautiful name. It's very unique. It's Sansa Ray. (laughs) But we just call her Sonny. Sonny, give yourself a better introduction than that, please. (laughs) Well, I am the cousin grandmother. Uh, Shanti's always been uh, near and dear to my heart. So uh, we've always been close growing up. Our mothers are sisters. And uh, just as family has done millions and hundreds of years before us, we take care of our own. So when we see there's a need, uh, we jump right in. So that's what I did when I was just a kid myself. But I figured it out. And now she's blossomed into a wonderful young lady, career-minded wife, wonderful mother and a loyal friend. So I'm excited to be part of her, her history and a part of you guys' history. So well excited said. to be here. Well said. Thank you. Not only history, but also present and future. We are in this thing together for sure. All right. So we're going to dive right in. So before we dive into the, before we go into the 13 questions, we kind of gave a little background about, you know, who you are and how we're connected. Tell us just a little bit about you. Who, who is Sonny? Who is Sansa Ray? Wow. That's a question nobody ever asks. <laughs> okay. So first I'd like to say, to begin with, I would say that I'm one of God's favorites. Now, I know many of you may say you are too, but I just want to make it known that I'm, I'm his favorite. Um, in addition to that, I am a caring human being. Um, I'm kind, I'm concerned, and I'm willing to do what's necessary to help others. Uh, aside from that, with titles and such, I'm a mother and I'm a wife, I'm a friend, I'm a computer scientist, I... I'm a really good cook. I am a tour guide. Sometimes I could be a pharmacist with all the family members I have and I have to <laughs> diagnose them. I'm a doctor. So I play many roles. I think the one that I enjoy most is um, an educator. So I am a person who seeks knowledge and I love to learn it and share it. So as much as I can 
um, learn a conversation, learn about different topics, research them and learn them inside and out. I am happy to give and freely to share, to bring someone else up to speed, wherever I can fit in to help enhance someone else's life. That's what I try to do. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So it sounds like, like me, you are an equipper. So, so I, I've been trying to figure out People say, well, do, are you a speaker? I know you write. Do you, are you a writer? Are you what? And I'm like, I don't really know what box I fit in or do I fit in a box? Do I check several boxes? But I'm an equipper. You know, whatever it is, whatever the need, whatever is required in the moment, God gives it to me in the moment and I provide it. So whatever that tool is, whatever you're missing from your belt, I have in mind and, and I provide it. And so same thing. I dive into things just like you and rip it apart mm-hmm. and then share it with, you know, share it with people in hopes that they would, you know, use it to grow. So I'm a bridge builder, a ladder builder, an equipper, right. all that good stuff. Right. So thank you for that intro. And of course, that. That's just that's just scratching the surface. Um, no, no way we can really give a, a a true breakdown of who we are and touch everything yeah. in just a moment or two. But we're gonna dive in right now. So I put Sonny on the spot last night. I said, "Hey, um, what time are you leaving in the morning?" It was one of those little setup questions. <laughs> I said, "Um, yeah, can I uh can I interview you?" She was like, uh, "Of course." <laughs> and uh, we didn't uh I didn't give her the questions ahead of time. So we are just doing this and we're just going to speak from the heart. So here we go. Question number one. What is your life really about? What would you say your purpose is? Hmm, that is a good question. <laughs> um, I think I was put on this earth as a connector. Wow. Um, so because of my love and my passion that I have in my heart for Uh, sharing with others and helping others grow and develop and nurture individuals, you know, just taking care of the caterpillars so they can blossom into a butterfly. Um, I'm the one who would feed and care and take care of that caterpillar until they're ready to go ahead and fly. Um, So I think truly my purpose is to uplift all I come into contact with. So I'm not an outward person. And I will not share with every single person I come into contact with, but I am a feelings person. So I get a vibe and I feel people that I'm with and I say what needs to be said to that person. Sometimes not knowing, um, it happens often. So I would say that my purpose is to show people that uh, they're loved and that they're capable of love and that they can give love. And whatever you've done or said or whatever you've experienced, if God has forgiven you, so can I. Excellent. Wow. I, I won't touch that one. That's just, that's amazing. I won't even come behind that and say anything, but that's excellent. Re- wow. That's excellent. 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 Okay. So moving right along. Here's a good one. What sets you on fire or makes you feel alive and how can you create more of this in your life? Um, I think it's the kids. Kids set me on fire. Just the curiosity in a child. Um, me having the ability to grab and grab their attention and to come down and speak to them at their level to influence a kid. And I'm not talking just a five-year-old, six-year-old. I'm talking about an 18-year-old or a 22-year-old that's getting ready to prepare for the world, graduating from college and not knowing what to do. 
me being able to take all that I know and all that I've experienced to kind of craft a conversation with that individual to watch their eyes brighten up to say, I can do that, or that's good for me, or I needed to hear that. So I think that sparks something inside of me to be able to do that. Um, and that's what re-energizes me. When I'm not feeling good or mm-hmm. I'm down on myself for some mm-hmm. reason that I shouldn't, just being around a child, it does something for me that can ignite me really quickly. Amazing, amazing. And, of course, it aligns exactly with your purpose. You know, that energy that you said, you, you know, that was one thing that you did mention that really stuck out to me because I'm the same way. You don't even really have to say anything, you know, but if I feel it in my gut, you know, Mm -hmm. if if there's some type of connection in our energy, I'll just speak whatever God gives me to speak and let let it let the chips fall where they may. And that's that's amazing. So you 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 people plug into you, you charge other people. Yeah. So that's amazing. So this isn't this. I'm adding this question. So you everything about you is give, give, give. What charges Sonny? Because you, we all plug into you to get our juice. What charges you? I'm still figuring that out. I, I am. I really don't know the answer to that question. Because I I am <clears throat> such an independent thinker. Um, that, that independence rolls over into all areas of my life. And I think that's the piece that I probably struggle most with. Because I don't know where to go. I need to go to get recharged. I can tell you what my habit is when I feel like I need to recharge and I'm I go inward. I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert. So I just need the time, the space to really think myself back to being recharged. Not to say I don't need anyone or anything, um, but I need the time and space to do that. So what I've done, being that I've recognized that, is that I created a, a daily prayer conference because I recognize that I need some space for myself. Mm-hmm. And so in 2012, I had a lot of losses. I lost my college roommate, who was my childhood friend. Um, my uncle and my cousin, who was like a brother to me, had a massive stroke who's two years younger than I. And so I just felt out of balance. I didn't know what was going on. So because God is at the core of me, I was just like, God, I need some sort of consistency. So through that process, I created a daily prayer conference where I get up every morning at 6. I have a 1-800 number. I invite certain people I went into. I created cards. I used to just leave in random places in a doctor's office on people's cars. Mm-hmm. And they people dial in. I don't know who's on the other line. Uh, we say a scripture. I give a little uplifting message. And we have a prayer for about 10 minutes a day. And I've been doing that mostly every day uh, since 2012. I found that is the one place that I can go if I've had a bad day. That in the morning, I know I'll get recharged at. So that's one step that I've taken to try to figure it out. But I don't think I know it all yet. That that That's amazing, first and foremost, that you've done that. And even in, it's funny just listening to you speak because even you trying to take care of you is taking care of other people. That's amazing. Like, yeah. that's that's not a common thing. I know it's you, so it's just like, well, you, you just kind of take it as a, with a grain right. of salt. Right. But most people don't say the way that I feel better is to make people, to help people feel better. The way that I recharge is to recharge people. That's, that's amazing. I, yeah. But I get it. Trust me, I get it. 
that's you're right. That that's that that's amazing. Well, when you hear the voice of God saying, "This is what you need to do," mm-hmm. if you need consistency and you want to feel better, this is what you have to do. So I kind of negotiated with God, and He wasn't having it. <laughs> I said, "Okay, how about five days a week?" He's right. like, "No, every day." I'm like, seven days a week, even on the weekend." Yes, on the weekend. And I'm like, I'm going to get a conference and nobody's going to be there. He was like, don't worry about that. They'll come. And so that's what I did. It was for me. I've never prayed out loud. I've never read a scripture in front of anybody. I was so nervous. And now I'm ready and prepared. And I think that is my safe place where I go to recharge on a daily basis. Not to say that's the only place. Mm -hmm. Um, my other place that I would like to go was in the arms of my husband. That, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so things are going crazy. I could just, he doesn't have to say anything if he just opens his arms and I just stay there for a little while, I do feel a little better. That's, that's incredible. Some of us are just called to serve and people who are not just don't get it. Some of us are just here for everyone else. Some of us, and we have to be okay with that. And thank God you're okay with that. Yeah, you, it's you, stressful you're okay sometimes, but you know, it's hard. It gets lonely, I can tell you that. Tr- trust me. And I have people around me all the time, but it's lonely because I hear things that other people don't hear. So it's hard to explain sometimes to others who don't hear the voice that you hear. I, well, I understand completely um, because... I'm on a different wavelength. I'm on a different frequency than than most people as well. And so when I'm in the room, what I see, what I feel, what I hear is totally not what's happening in the room. It's totally different. It's what's really happening in the room versus what is happening in the room. And so I get it. And so I find myself alone a lot as well. Um, And it is it it, it is very challenging. And so we have to do a lot of things on purpose to make sure that we're okay. Because we are charged with making sure everyone else is okay. Yeah. Um, but as you said, you know, God, God's got us. We're called to serve, right. and that's what we do. Right. So I'm, I'm totally with you. I get it. All righty, moving right along. Let's see here. Question three or five or wherever we are. What is one change in your lifestyle that would almost immediately give you more peace of mind? And the second half of the question is, what the heck are you waiting for? One change in your lifestyle that would almost immediately give you more peace of mind. Wow. Yeah, this is a tough one for me too. This is tough. <laughs> because I'm, I'm... You know, I, I just think any change that I would make would give me the peace of mind. The issue that I have is let go. And so, if I... There's certain areas of my life that it's easier to let go than others. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to consider myself an earner. I can go earn, uh, but I don't have really healthy spending habits. And so I think one area of my life that I was sore in, if I just released and stopped the worry and just hand it all over (laughs) to my husband, who is a master at a nickel, a dollar, 50 cents, three pennies, it doesn't matter what it is, <laughs> if I let go and let him handle what I should do and how I should go about it, because I do feel that's one of the reasons why he's in my life, because God knows I have so many other things on my mind, that's not an area I should be focusing on, so that's why I struggle with it. Mm-hmm. So honestly, financial is the one area of my life I think if I release that 
the heavens are going to pour open. Wow. So you would think if you grab a hold to more money and hold on to it, that would give you more power. But for me, I think I need to let it go for uh, for me to receive more. That, so, so you took me back because a few things jumped out at me, right? And we're going to get to the second part of the question in a second. <laughs> but so that's something that many moons ago was a big challenge for me, too. Um, but now I'm at the point where like you, the key that you said, well, you're talking about your focus and your energy and really God gifted you with someone that yes. is talented at that. Someone that can do it better than you probably without even trying. Mm-hmm. And so now let's flip it. Now, usually that's not a big challenge, female to male, right. wife to hubby. Right. So let's look in, in my situation. I don't want anything to do with the money. Right. Because I I understand teamwork and right. I understand that we all have a role yeah. and I want to operate in my strengths. Right. And so I don't want to do the budget. Right. I don't even want to know. Right. I I, I go to work. Right. Here you go, sweetie. Right. Do your thing. Right. Now, I'm not going to let us drown. Right. But I don't even want to know the details. Right. <laughs> because I get, but that was a big thing for me too because it, it was controlling and I'm a man and I should. Right. And I said, you know, wait a minute. And I start, I look at everything through kind of the, the lens of I'm an athlete. So it's like, okay, if I have a person who, if this guy can just shoot, right. I need to get him open and let him shoot. Right. What, what am I doing? Why am I over there? No, put him in position to do his thing. And then as, as the priest of my home, as the head of my home, it's my responsibility to put everyone in position to be successful. So there are certain responsibilities I'm just not going to give my wife right. because she doesn't excel in those areas. Right. I'm going to handle those because right. I do excel in those areas. But right. it's certain stuff I don't even want to know. Right. <laughs> and a lot I have to I have to know. Right. <laughs> I have right. to support her in it. Right. But a lot of times I'm like, okay, sweetie, right. what? The- right. <laughs> Rock and roll. Whatever is best. I love you. I trust you. Right. Do your thing. Right. So I, I get it. I understand where you are. Right. I think it's just a mental... It's it's nothing but me. It has any, mm-hmm. nothing to do with him. It just has everything <laughs> to do with me of being able to let go because I've always done it. That's all. It, no, so I it's a it. habit that I just need to break. It's n- nothing different than being addicted to sugar. It, so I got to put the cookie down. I have to put it down. <laughs> put the cookie down. Put the cookie yes, down. Yes, put the cookie down. So now the second half of the question, what the heck are you waiting for? <laughs> because you know this. So you- I think I was waiting for some <laughs> other something to hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but being that I am one of the other things that I am is a government worker and we're in the midst of a government shutdown. And uh, so now that I am working without pay, I realize the, mo- the importance of it. And not to say I didn't realize it before, but it's hit me harder than anything that anyone could ever said to me this silent movement in the background that is Mm -hmm. out of my control has forced me to look at it and to take a different approach. There's so many other things that are rolling in the background of my life right now that um, I need to focus and pay attention to. And this isn't something I need to worry about. So I've taken the approach that I'm not going to worry and that I'm going to be different into this new year. Amazing. One thing about God, no one is better at putting things in perspective than he is. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. He shut the whole government down for you. For me. And it worked. So. <laughs> it's working. I love it. 
Alrighty, moving right along. Name one huge to you accomplishment you would love to celebrate um, at the end of this year. One huge to you accomplishment you would love to celebrate at the end of this year. So I am in the midst of gaining another title. I have been uh, taking my motivational discussions every morning from the six, from the 6 a.m. prayer conference and turn it into a devotional book. And so my goal at the end of this year is to have it published and out and have made some significant sales um, as a part of it. So that's the one thing that I've been working on for some time and it's time to evolve. Uh, immediately after I started the prayer conference, it was 2012, 2013, I had the idea. So literally I've been putting it together since then. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't been that I just haven't spent the time. I just don't think I was ready. I don't think I had the experiences. I wasn't uh, ready to stand in front of crowds to deliver messages because I haven't been through enough. You know, losing loved ones isn't enough to get up and inspire people. So I think I had to go through some other things to get there. So, I have devoted my life to devotion over the last few years, and I think this book is going to be appropriate for celebration. Amazing. I'm excited. I, I'm looking forward to the book now. <laughs> and also, um, I'm one that I will definitely be checking in mm -hmm. and um, keeping you accountable to what you're saying right now. Um, all, all of your friends, everyone that, that we let hear this, um, let's keep her accountable. Let's check in. Let's let's see what she's doing with this book. Let's make sure that she's um, making it happen. But um, back to something that you said that stood out. Um, <clears throat> you talked about, you know, you, you wanted to, you, you felt you needed a, some more experiences. Mm -hmm. um, a, a lot of people, a lot of people have that, have a lot of people, um, how do I want to say it? Um, I've been there before. I'll say it like that. And a lot of times we take so much of who we are and what we've been through for granted. And we don't really, we don't value it as much, but what we don't, what we, re what we don't realize, I'm excited, pardon me. What we don't realize is that so much stuff that is just what we do is so huge to other people. And so a lot of times, even without those losses, even without the things that you've been through, just who you are, just your energy, just your spirit, just the fact that you hear from God, just the fact that you are a lover of people, a giver, that's more than enough. That's more than enough. I heard someone say, because th this was a struggle for me for a long time. It's like, well, who am I? And I don't have the letters behind my name and I don't have this and, and beating myself up. And then I began to realize, wait a minute. No, I do have it. <laughs> you know, I, I do have it. I, I do have it. There, There is something valuable in me. God chose me. Why he chose me, that's his business. Right. <laughs> it's my responsibility to just to just open my mouth and speak and just allow the things that he deposits in me to right. come out. And I heard someone say, I don't remember who it was at the moment. I'm too excited. But she said, your 60% is 150% of what someone else needs. So don't do the people who need you a disservice trying to perfect and trying to get everything right because as people who are called to serve when we don't speak up when we don't when God gives us those ideas and we don't put it out there we're doing God a disservice ourselves but lives actually hang in the balance like literal lives literally hang in the balance so we listen 
get it, put it out there, especially now. <laughs> now it's public now. <laughs> put it out there because we need it. Lives literally hang in the balance. Like we can't play around with it. That's something that I'm pushing myself every day because every time I do have an interaction with someone, every time the feedback that I get is phenomenal. And I'm just like, wow, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. And it's just like, I guess I, I need to, you know, stop being disobedient and go. You know, stop trying to perfect and go. Ship the package. Stop trying to get it right. Ship the package. It doesn't have to be perfect. You are enough already. And I tell myself this every day, and I just wanted to echo that to you because, listen, you got it. And you've been had it a long time. And so now, the end of the year, your birthday is at the end of the year, right? It is. When's your birthday again? December 2nd. December 2nd, the book is going to be out and in hand. Yes. It's going to be out and in hand. Yes. For, that's her birthday gift to herself. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I'm shaking right now. Okay. Let me, let me woosah a little bit. Okay. Oh, how would others benefit from you taking better care of yourself? Well, for obvious reasons, the more you pour into yourself, the more energy you have, the more knowledge you have, the more stamina you have to be able to give it's just like the old adage you know when you're flying on a plane they tell you to make sure that you put your face mask on first before you put someone else's on um so i'm training myself to do that because i'm always going to give someone else theirs first that's my first inclination is to reach over to make sure that the person next to me in front of me on the side of me and behind me are okay and then i'll look to see what's left for me Mm -hmm. and so i'm that's something new for me that i've started over the last few years is to try to say in this situation in this instance what is it that i need what is it that i need to do to care for me first before i start to care for others so i think um can you repeat the question? Of course. How would others benefit from you taking better care of yourself? Yeah, I would, you know, because I recharge by giving to others, I would have more to give mm-hmm. if I was taking better care of myself. What I eat, how I, my sleeping habits, you know, not stressing and worrying about some things. There's certain mm-hmm. areas and pockets of your life where you just don't worry. And so just like I lay down with the anticipation of getting up, I'm breathing through the night and not paying attention. Some of these other things that I do, I need to relinquish to that same higher power to realize that when I sit down, the chair is going to hold me up. So. I love it. Well said. Well said. I won't even I won't even follow that one. Mm-hmm. Well said. Okay, here we go. Question six, six-ish, because I don't know how many questions we've asked so far. How can you deeply improve your relationship with yourself this year? I think I'm working on that already. And what I started last year is at my day job, Mm -hmm. um, they provided me with a career coach. And she's been outstanding, I think. She is the only person, I'd like to say, um, outside of my grandmother who passed away in 2009, who I felt were deeply uh, connected to me in a way where she asked questions that no one has ever asked Mm. before. And so because I am the one who's usually nurturing others, I'm the one who's usually asking questions. So I don't really get put into too many situations where there are someone that I come across that are asking me things that all of what I haven't thought about or prepared for or mm-hmm. I haven't already asked somebody else. So I kind of have a canned question answer. Mm-hmm. So I started working with her last year, and she has really opened my eyes to so many things because she stumped me on so many things that she's asked. Mm-hmm. You know, like... 
I hadn't thought about a lot of the things that she had said to me or I did and suppressed it because it was solely about me and sometimes mm. when I get into that mode I feel a little guilty that I shouldn't just be solely focusing on me when mm-hmm. some part of your life you have to <laughs> but it just seemed like a foreign thing for me right it just didn't add up so I think um, having her as a new person in my life has given me a lot of different perspectives to look at I was explaining to her who I am very much a lot of the questions that you've asked me that no one has ever asked me before mm-hmm. and she's just like wow I am so impressed and I'm like really like I'm just I feel kind of normal like I don't feel like I'm impressing mm-hmm. anybody right. but she asked me about a lot of things and one thing she said to me she about the prayer conference she was like that's noble because a lot of people hear things and they don't act on it and you haven't been doing it for one or two years it's been like six or seven right. And then I told her, she said, how does people receive? How do they receive you in that capacity? And I gave her an example. I just met a new young lady at the middle of last year in the summer. Mm -hmm. And since then, her and I, from the instant, me and her had some sort of connection. And I never knew what it was. Mm -hmm. She didn't know what it was. But the few times we were in each other's presence, we're like looking at each other. And she's staring at me. And she's like, I feel like I know you. Mm -hmm. Like you feel so familiar to me. And then she said, thank you so much for inviting me to the prayer conference. I cannot wait to go to sleep at night because I'm so excited about waking up to join the conference. And so when I told that to my coach, Clarice, which she's awesome, she said, Sansa Ray, the world is waiting for you. There are so many others Mm -hmm. that are just like her that's waiting for your book, for the things that you're going to say when you speak. They're waiting for you to arrive, and that's conversation. So... I think that's fueling me. Um, hello. Yes, that's that's amazing. But no one has ever said that to me. Right. You know, not to say that my mom doesn't think I'm amazing. Right. But her words didn't trigger me to say, I know that you're amazing. But just to use that example and say, like, the world is waiting for you. Like, that's huge. That, like, that's, that's, that's huge. That is. That spoke to me in a different language. They, that That is that is so big. I, I always say, who does the go-to guy go to? Right. Right? And that's that's been a challenge of mine for a very long time. Who does the go-to guy go to? Um, who can I open up to? Yeah. Right? And, and you've been here a hundred times, I guarantee you. You think you're about to open up to someone. You, you know, you find someone, you're like, okay, man, this person I can. And now, you know, they're on your couch. <laughs> they're opening up and you never even got to share what was what was troubling you and what your challenges were. So you went in right. thinking you went in ready to receive right. and God used you to give. Right. And it's just like so to find a person like your coach that person is invaluable as you know. It's just like thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like amazing because I take those things very seriously as someone mm-hmm. that I'm going to help guide me and not that I think I know everything but I know I'm capable of finding the answers that I need I won't stop until I get it and so I was given a choice of seven or eight and they had their bios and pictures and I went through them several times before I selected and I kept going back to her like I feel like this is the person I need to be with and absolutely I made the right choice so what do you can you say what it was like what you chose her you chose her because, like, do you can you articulate what it was? Or it was no. just a feeling. You, some things that you hear or feel you can't put into words because they're not words. 
I don't I don't know how to articulate it. It's when you know, you know. And I think the old adages in show business is she has it. You know, it, no one knows it. what it is, mm-hmm. but she had it. I hadn't met her. Mm-hmm. I didn't know her. All I had was a bio and a picture. But I went through everybody's bio several times and their pictures to connect with them. Mm-hmm. And she was the one that I connected with. And so she was the one that was meant to connect with me because... It's her, honestly, that has put allowed me to think and open my mind to put these goals and things in front for 2019. So I, I really give a lot of thanks to her. I've done a lot of the front work and the, the backdrop work to mm-hmm, make it mm-hmm. put together. But <laughs> she's actually come together after I have all these pieces to this puzzle that I'm looking at. And she told me the story of it. You know, you have this big giant puzzle on the mm, table and you're yes. looking at it and you're like, oh, that's a nice tree. That's a nice house. She told the story of how the tree and the grass and the dog in the backyard goes together. Right. For me, right. in a way that I could understand it because I'm just not the average person. So I don't really take heed to advice from all others. So it has to be a special kind mm-hmm. of person. And she's she's it. I, I'm I'm excited that you found your person. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's incredible. I, trust me, I know the value of those people. Yeah. Because in all your other roles, you're that person. I am. <laughs> so to actually find that person, right? God, you you are his favorite. Yes, I am. <laughs> I funny. told you that. I say that every day. I'm like God's <laughs> favorite. I say I'm God's favorite son. I say yeah. it all the time. But yes, you yes that that's that's incredible. All right, so where are we? Okay, this is a good one. You kind of touched it, but you didn't. How do you currently manage stress, and how can you better manage your stress this year? I think I have to trust more that the chair is going to be there to support me when Mm -hmm. I sit down or if I trip and fall, that the carpet is on the floor and I'm not going to scar up my knee. So we're going to trip, we're going to slip, but I have to be able to apply that same thinking and logic that I have with knowing in all areas of my life. So I'm still growing on my spiritual journey. I'm not there. I won't claim to be a saint. Right. I'm not the saint. But I trust and believe in certain things. And I am I correlate to the things that I'm a little skeptical about. I'm worried because I have that ego part of me that I'm working on mm-hmm. to try to step out of the way. So I, I'd like to be able to be in the position where I could... I have that trust that when I fall, the carpet is there to not scar me up mm-hmm. in all areas of my life. I love it. I love it. And even to take it a step further, if the chair does break, if you do get scarred, you'll still be all right. I'm going to be okay because <laughs> scarring is not going to stop me from getting back up again. Yeah. It may just slow me down. I may have mm-hmm. to sit for a minute to mm-hmm. get my mind wrapped around it, but I can, I'm can. i able to get back up. Yeah. Or there may be a lesson in the scarring because yeah. it's always a lesson in it. Right. So I love it. I love it. I love it. So more trust. Okay, so let's see. What can you do this year to bring more enjoyment or fun into your life? And then what's stopping you from starting right away? I think guilt sometimes gets in my way of having more enjoyment because naturally I'm inclined to just be a happy person. Like I'm bubbly. I could have a million dollars in my pocket or a nickel and I am content mm-hmm. having joy and doing things and sometimes when I can't get others to join along in my joy it kind of you know takes me to another place so I've got to realize that you know what I'm going to do this and everybody may not come with me so I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy it anyway mm-hmm. so 
I think I have to learn how to be okay with putting me and my enjoyment at the top of the list. Excellent. So I, I just haven't been really good at that in the past, but I am. Usually my enjoyment is revolves around others. So I'm going to do this and I'm going to bring these people with me right. and we're going to have a great time <clears throat> because we're all together doing this right. thing together. So I, I just got to be content with saying this is what I like to do and I like to invite you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you'll show up, but if you don't, I'm still going. <laughs> there you go, and right. not that I'm not going and then I'm resentful that I didn't go and do something that I wanted to do because mm-hmm. I couldn't have all the people I wanted with me. Understood. No, I love that. I really love that. Let's see. Kind of touched. No, I won't say that. What gift would you like to give yourself this year? What gift would you like to give yourself? So for 2019, <laughs> I don't. I'm not big on giving myself <laughs> gifts. I mean, any anything. It, so the gift it, you know, is that anything. I want to be able to give more to others. That's the gift that I'd like to do because that truly gives me enjoyment. So I have to do all the things that we talked about earlier. Um, and since I already know that I'm God's favorite and I'm a favorite and I'm favored, that I just want to be in a position this year to gift those mm-hmm. who may not know me. I gift the people I love all the time. Mm-hmm. But I want to reach a different mass of folks. And and now let's take it a step further. So, like you said, the people that you can touch, you already touch. So, what? How? How will? How? How are you going to grow? How are you going to reach those new people? How are you? What? You know? What are you thinking about? And if you haven't thought about it, fine. What popped in your head just now? How are you going to get to the masses? Because we we need you. Well, I already have you, but <laughs> the masses need you. Well, I just have to do what God. I have to do what God tells me to do, mm-hmm. and so I pick and choose. I'm human, just like everybody else. Sometimes I want it that to go away. Like, okay, I don't have time for that. Like, I don't even know how to do that. I don't know why He's telling me to do that. <laughs> why am I here in this situation? This isn't my shift. I want to check out. This somebody else should be handling this. So, you know, I just. I think I have to be quiet more often and listen and take it seriously. You know, sometimes you just don't take things seriously. Life is short. I'm here for a reason. And I'd like to leave here and those know that I was here. So mm. my my end game is very much like my beginning game. I was the favorite and I want everybody to know that when I'm going to. I love it. I love it. I love no that's that's awesome. We're gonna leave that right there. I love it. Okay. <clears throat> Here's another one. This is a good one. What are you pretending not to know? What truth do you need to own? That I'm bigger than I'm playing myself small. That's my truth. My truth is that I know that I'm playing myself small. But in my heart I justify it in my mind that it's for a period of time. <laughs> And, you know, once my kids get in high school, once my kids go to college, once I get 30 years on my job, you know, I always have this new level of some sort of barrier holding me in this can box that I know I'm not supposed to be in. Um, I I think I'm, I play myself small for a number of reasons. Great, honest answer. Thank you. I, I Trust me. I, I, yeah, I live on that same floor in that building. Trust me. <laughs> I get it. Um, thank you. Thank you for being so honest. 
Um, let's see. What time waster are you willing to let go of this year? So I don't think that I, I am a person who wastes time. Okay. So I wouldn't think that is a, a descriptor that I would use about any aspect of my life. I think it all has a purpose, all relevant. Mm-hmm. And I've done so many things. Um, one time I was, after I had one kid, I had uh, a few sessions with a therapist about postpartum. And she, they always ask you about your history of what mm-hmm. you were doing and how you get where you are and what work line of work you're in right. and try to figure out who you are as your day-to-day goes by. Mm-hmm. And after I gave her 10 minutes, she said, wow, people aren't willing to do what you've done. They're just not willing to put the time in. So I didn't realize that I never sat down until I sat down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I you, you I just didn't. It was just my life. I just came in from work and I stayed on the bottom floor of my house until everybody was all ready for bed or in bed. And I would do one more thing and one more thing and one more thing and one more thing. And before it was midnight or one o'clock in the morning. And then I'd go back and go to bed and get up and do it all over again. And so I don't think I waste my time. I think now I'm just... I've done so much that I've earned the right to sit on the couch. And I'm sitting on the couch. And it's not a waste of time. It's for me to recharge and get my thoughts together. Because now I have a little more time to think. I love it. I was thinking and doing. And when you think and do all the time, you're missing some things. So some things are done sloppily. Mm -hmm. You're missing some of the messaging. So I think me being able to sit down is grounding me a little bit more. I love it. I'm not a time waster. I love it. Very, very well said. Okay, so here we are. These two are pretty simple, I hope. How can you redesign your morning to begin your days better? Your mornings are pretty, you pretty much crush it in the morning. I'm, I'm killing it right now. You crush so it in the morning. So I think I'm killing it right now. You know, I used to be so prepared because I felt like I had to when I had small children in the house. I up everybody's clothes for the week. I had all the meals prepared. And so now I don't have to do that as much. I've kind of let loose to go into my own rhythm. Mm -hmm. And so I hop out of bed. I pray in the morning. I shower in the morning. I pick out what I'm going to wear in the morning. And I think when I leave the house, I'm pretty good. I'm cute. I smell good. My (laughs) mind is right. And I'm singing in the car on the way to work. So I think I'm on fire at this moment. I I love it. My mornings are good. I love it. We (laughs) we can take some cues from you. We need you to share. um, We need you to share that with us. um, How to crush it in the morning. And here's here's another one because now this one may speak to you based off of some of the things you said. How can you redesign your evenings to bring more rest to your nights? So I have to add some discipline to exercise Mm. because I am a night owl per se. So mornings and exercise wouldn't work for me. That is definitely a place for me to wind down. Mm -hmm. So if I, I used to have a trainer come to the house to work me out, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, shower, and I'm in the bed. I sleep so good. Um, I think I just need to put that back into my life somehow and I have more time than I did when I had the trainer. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to figure out how do I get back in that mode. Because, you right. know, it's like an athlete mind. You got to be ready for it. You got to just do it like Nike says. Very true. And so I just need to just do it again. I think that would make <clears throat> my day complete. Opening up with prayer and closing it out with exercise and prayer, I'll be good. I love it. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. So that was the 13 questions plus a few more we slid in there. Yeah, I think that was thank like 25. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for opening up and sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm telling you, this is going to add so much value to the people that listen to it. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to forward it to you so you can forward it to folks. Obviously, I want you to listen to it right. and, and hear yourself. Right. But I'm going to I'm going to put this out and um, I hope people are impacted by this. I hope it brings tears to some people's eyes and I hope it makes them shake a little bit like it made me shake a little bit. Well, <laughs> so, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be a part of your journey. Thank you. Uh, because of the giver that I am. Thank you. Um, it, it fuels me and it, it charges me. So I'm thankful that you chose me to do this. So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we will be looking forward to having the book in hand um, come this winter when we celebrate your birthday with you by um, buying the book and supporting you and loving on you as you go forward in this yes. journey. And I am going to be reaching out to you yes. about um, doing some speaking and getting you in front of some folks yes. and doing some things because uh yeah we, i'm gonna um yeah we're, we're gonna charge each other and push each other for sure for sure my wife says it she makes mention of it all the time and god set this up to kick it off so thank you yes. i love you i appreciate you yes. and y'all watch out we're gonna do some big things thank y'all so much for tuning in once again to daily gems and we'll see you soon